When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, everyone. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Everybody, hope you all had a great turkey day. It is a good thing we decided to do a show this morning. I'll say that because it's good. It's been a pretty crazy morning so far. Man, do we have a lot going on. Joel is here. Mitch is here. I'm here. I think Dennis will probably join as well because he he won't want to miss this. You won't want to miss this right now. This is Pre-Market Prep with Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel. All right. What's up, Joel? What's up, Mitch? How we doing? I don't know, man. I just wanted to watch some football, but <laughs> this is this is unexpected, is it not? I mean, I woke up this morning and everything was down. Joel, same to you, right? Yeah. Did we uh, did we show our little graphic yet? Well, uh, we are we saving yet. it? Are we saving it? Well, we we, we, we we can show it if if you want a because uh, this uh, is what happened in the market, folks. Right. Rug pull. We traded up to forty seven seventeen uh, on Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving Day. I was watching it, and oh, there, it there is. we go. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's Lucy. the big old whoops. Yep, there it is. Uh, we'll just go straight to the numbers because uh, I got the screen share out. I sure yeah, do. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. This just doesn't. Now, Trade Station messes up a little bit here. This doesn't accurate, accurately reflect how high we traded. Uh, this was 6 p.m. Thursday until uh, 1 p.m. on Turkey Day. We traded up to 47.17, and then – we started the leak, closed at 1 p.m., right? And then this is like, this is the leak. This is the news. This has been a, a pretty orderly sell-off. Uh, we got down to 45.97. Of course, I had to add numbers to my sheet. The low of the month is 86.50. We had another low at 93 and a quarter, pre-market low, 97. Are we going to get down there and expanded range day? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, there are there are some daily support levels in that area. I'll tell you right now, if we got a pop to get up to this 50 handle, like 46.50, 46.60, that would be mid-range on the session. That would also fill the gap from Friday's low. I'd be licking my chops there, but uh, that's uh, that's forty handles away. We'll see. We'll see if we can get up that high. 
Crude tanking. Who's going to need crude like in another pandemic? Down 475 at 7365. Have to figure out a new retracement. A little flight to quality here. Gold after the bad week last week. Bouncing back. That's up $24. That's a nice move. 1808.20. Silver in the green by 13 cents at 2363. Uh, no safe haven in Bitcoin. They did have the old Turkey Day rally going on. They got it up. It was near near 60K. Now we're down 3,654,210. Ethereum's going the same way on a percentage basis. Uh, that's down $255 at 44060 I, I would just say on, on the crypto front, Joel, when I went to bed last night, I was ready to call <laughs> victory. Victory for me. I was right. I said everybody – Everybody, Ethereum, it's going to rip after Thanksgiving. I'm telling you. And it was. It was. It was up 5 6% last night. And I wake up this morning and no. <laughs> so, oh, well. Uh, you, can't, you, you can't win them all. But uh, holy moly, if, if you are watching the show and you somehow don't know the news, the headline of the day uh, is that last night um, – a number of countries came out and said that, well, actually mainly South Africa came out and said a new COVID variant has been detected in South Africa. We are already seeing several reports this morning of, 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 of this same variant uh, being detected in other countries uh, in Africa, in Europe. Uh, there is a number of countries that have shut down their travel uh, from from Southern Africa already. Uh, Israel did it. The UK did it. You're getting the WHO, World Health Organization, meeting on it today. Um, we don't really know much. All we really know is that apparently, based on the early, early indications, um, it does seem to be pretty contagious. But two big caveats, right? We don't know how deadly. We don't know how uh, effective the vaccines are against it. So those are the two big things, we, we the two big question marks. Regardless, the market does not wait for anyone. The market jumps to conclusions. And this is why we are down today. We will spend the rest of the show talking about this. Is the reaction justified? Is it not? What do we do about it? But that is the story of the day. What did our Ouchie Fauci have to say? He was just on CNN a few moments ago, and he basically said the exact same thing I said at the end there, which is like, we don't know. We have two huge question marks, right? We don't know if the new variant will be resistant to the current vaccines, and we will decide on a travel ban potentially after we get more information. But B11529 sounds like a Star Wars droid. It is not a Star Wars droid. It is the name... The, for, that we have for now of the new variant um, and it is uh, ripping through markets today. So we don't know is the bottom line. We don't know a lot. Um, this is not the first new variant we've had, obviously. Um, but until we learn more, seems like I, I, you no know reported uh, do we have any uh, you know reported deaths? No, I don't think so. I think we only have like 22 confirmed cases of it so far. Um, but it okay. seems to be unusually contagious in the in in the early goings. But again, if it's 
if 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 the vaccine works against it, then who cares? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, if it's not deadly, then who cares? But we don't know those things yet. So, I. I, Mitch and I were talking, you know, this earlier this morning. It's probably the reason that we're down today, like this, is probably it's a combination of two things, right? It's it, it's this headline, but it's also the timing of the headline, because there's there's nobody, nobody's home right now. There's no liquidity. It's Friday after Thanksgiving. No one's no one's at their desks. No one's trading. Um, that's probably exacerbating the the, the sell off this morning. Right. Okay. Um... It just, I mean, things have not been peachy keen here in Michigan. I mean, this is, there's nothing new. I mean, cases have been on the rise here in the Michigan, in Michigan. Hospitals are still not full yet, but you yeah. know, it, it just, it, 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 it's the hospitals, it's the deaths. And I, what about um, our boy, uh, uh, Scott Gottlieb? Has anybody heard from him yet? He should be, uh, he should uh, be. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he's the one that proclaimed the pandemic over. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. So he's probably yeah. like. All right. Uh, Waka Waka in the chat saying 100 confirmed cases from Africa, two in Belgium, five from China. Um, so anyway, let's just make our way through the carnage here. It's actually. It's I just want, but before we do, I just want to say yeah. one thing. This is not a surprise. Okay. Pandemics, you know, that they don't. The first thing that, that Lisa said when she talked on the show a little, uh, you know, last year is like pandemics don't last a year. They don't. They don't just come and go. They there's there's different phases of it right now, and you have to be prepared for it. So this is just a different phase. In in fact, not not talking about going away. This is something that is going to be here in some form, shape, or form for a long time. So you could. We could gauge the market's reaction to this, but this is kind of like this is the new reality. And people, you know, people that think it, it never uh, took place, well, you can keep thinking that. People that think it's just gone, they can think that too. But this is this is something that we're going to be dealing with for a long time. So yeah. let's go. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And 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 the chat is you know sort of agreeing here. I mean, it, the, the timing is not helping things, right? That um, really, this is. This is actually, I think, normally one of the slowest, if not the slowest, day of the year in the U.S. market, right? Maybe the, the lowest volume day of the year. Like, nobody's on, nobody's trading today. Only psychos trade today. But <laughs> and they got the market going. Well, they, they got the market going. So, well, uh, I'll tell yeah. you one thing, guys. Uh, it's definitely going to be one of those days where you think there wasn't going to be some trading going on, but I yeah. think there's going to be some trading going on now. Definitely, we got for sure uh, a lot of movement. Uh, I know Dennis is probably out there kicking himself because this is one of those days that is, is definitely an arbitrage type of day. Oh, so, boy, boy, boy. Yeah. All right, so let's 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 run let's, through. Yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah, the let's hand that's dealt us, right? That's what we do here. We get dealt the hand, and we're like, okay, yeah. what are we going to do? Okay, so we do we do have some big time gainers, like big time gainers today. The stocks are moving positively off this off this news. These are going to be your mask stocks, right? Your medical supply, some smaller medical supply names, names that you wouldn't have heard of, but are ripping off this. Names like ISPC, I Specimen, which is up seventy percent this morning. Um, is that name- a new one? Yeah, there are so many new ones, Joel. There are so many new ones. ISPC. ISPC. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. And they're, and they're perfect uh, day to bring a headline out, right? 
Yeah. So <laughs> mask maker. Um. Yeah, health, I, health, health supplies. Let's yeah, say like health supply company. Yeah, so yes. And then you have like another one, AHPI, right? Allied Healthcare Products, AHPI. Those are your two big gainers this morning um, on, on, on my on my filtered uh, uh, movers tool in, in Benzinga Pro. And then if you can think back to the, the other mask maker names from last year, you can talk about APT, right? You can talk about uh-huh. Lake. Those are the names that that we know about already, um, but you, you do have some some big time gainers this morning moving off of this, um, you know. And then you can go to the vaccine stocks, right? Moderna is having a good morning. Um, Biontech is having a good morning. Novavax is having a good morning, right? You do have some. So it's not like everything is down today. It feels like it is, but you do have some stocks moving in the other direction. This is good. This is probably. As clear of a trend day as we've had in quite some time. And the trend so far this morning is if you are a uh, company that deals in medical supplies or if you are a stay-at-home company, you're trading higher. If you are a reopening company, you're trading lower. And it's pretty cut and dry. Like as cut and dry as we've had in, like I said, in quite a while here. You can look at Netflix, right? in the green zoom in the green peloton in the green all the airlines are down all the cruise lines are down i'm hey we got a smart person here bcmb he noted i had to recreate a chart and he noticed it wasn't linked to my other charts this guy looks knows my charts better than i do all right so what do (laughs) we do what do we do with these stocks right what What do we do do today what do we do what do you do well let's let's just look at them individually and then I'll just give you some parameters. Yeah. I, if you if you're not if you're not I don't have any of these. I mean I have the I have the Pfizer. I'm not selling it. I have Peloton, and I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I don't have. But let's say you have these stocks today, right? Yep. And they're yep. in your 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 short term portfolio. What was what was the first one that you gave me? The I specimen. What is that? One? Yeah, ISPC. ISPC. Yeah. So. So yeah, I guess let's group them together. You, you have let's group the first group is the high flyers of the day: ISPC and AHPI, and like APT and Lake. Yeah. Let's like say let's say look, we'll call okay. it those four, right? Those are your mask clinical. I don't know your mask plays. I'm. I'm uh, just I'll put them in the industry. They they fall yeah. into diagnostics and research. There we go. Okay. So we've got like four or five of those names, right? It's, these are names, up big time today. What let's this is a group this is a group A for for this morning. What do we do here, Joel? If if we are correct in saying this is probably an overreaction, then it would stand to reason that these are the first things to go. What happened uh, first of all, what happened to this thing on uh, uh let's see that's uh Tuesday. What happened to this thing on Tuesday? Is it just oh, they just it, jam it's, it? It's it's just a it, low floater. This is a low floater, Joel. Mm-hmm. It's it's got a ton of craziness involved. Okay. First yeah. of all, if if you have targets at seventeen oh three, and you at your target price, I I would say, you know, stick with your plan. Number two, number one, number two. 
I, I wouldn't. I mean, if you're buying these and and you think they're just going to keep going, good luck. I, I I don't I don't I don't really have any. I can't give you area. I could give you what looks on the 15 minute, but you know that could change in 15 minutes. Um, I will say you got some bag holders in this one. You snuck over 19 a couple 18 over a couple days ago. You got 18 and a half. They liked it in the pre-market, got through 18 and a half, it got to 19. So for this one, I would look for it to get, if it didn't get up 18, 18 and a half, 19, 19 and a half, 20, I expect this one to roll over. A little bit overhead supply now. Well, That's a unique situation. Speaking of bag holders, Joe, if you want to pull up APT or Lake, I mean, those are the one. those are also ripping higher, but those are the ones that ripped higher last year. And everybody's down in those now. If you if you held the entire time, not that I'm not saying you did, but if you did, right? So every if you look at the either of those, every rip has been a rip to sell. I six fifty for this one. I know it traded over six eighty. Now you're back at six twenty nine. I mean, six fifty was resistance. I would look at the six fifty. To I mean, low of the move yesterday. This one's not well twenty two percent. It's just a lower price stock. So I'm looking at resistance here. First things first, six fifty. See if you get taken out there, and then the pre market high. You had a double. Uh, a double top, uh, six eighty six here, and what was this off the four a.m. pop? Six eighty seven. So that's for those two, and then you mentioned uh, Lake. 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 Where yeah. is Lake? That it, look, APT and Lake are kind. Of, I look, look at, at that. As, Holy macro! Same, yeah. Oh, like all these people from the fifteenth are getting their money. Well, they were getting their money back. That's a that's a big fade. That hit twenty two. Started to get into the gap. I don't know. You're at twenty thirty one. I don't know where it's bid or offered, but twenty one. You know, is you have to look at that because that's what the five day high. So that's the resistance in that one. That's not wow. This one used to move. This makes me think that. A lot, you know, that people aren't as when you see this. I mean, it hit this one didn't get much up a buck six percent. I look at twenty one. Okay, what and, well, uh, and and I would look at it this way, right? Because your two biggest gainers of the day are ISPC, AHPI. Uh, if if you said Spencer, you have to chase one of them, or you have, you have to chase one of these one of these mask suppliers. I would say, okay, I would much rather chase ISPC or AHPI than I would APT or Lake. Because APT and Lake have and 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 VALN too, uh, Valneva have much more overhead supply than, or maybe not VALN. That was wrong. But Lake and APT have much more. They're people on this thing from a year and a half ago, right? I mean, who was in ISPC from last week? That is down money, right? That's down money. Nobody, right? <laughs> right? Or 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 um. Uh, uh, or or AHPI, right? So those are those are going to be your your YOLOs, your memers, your crazy traders. That that's what that's what they're going to be trading today. They already are, frankly. So um, I would do what Joel does, and this is why like pre market highs and lows are important. Um, not that and day, we look at dailies as well. I don't know how relevant the dailies are in this case. They're probably it's it's great when you can get your dailies like to coincide. You yeah, know, those pre-market levels for this one. I mean, what we're seeing now is that there is a pop, and the pop was sold. That, yes. I mean, in all, yes. in all these stocks, whether that trend's going to continue or not, we don't know. But the news has been digested. It hit. You had the four a.m. open uh, for this one. You're a, you're over a buck thirty off the high, right? You got over ten bucks in yep. AHPI. 
10, 19, uh, and man, look at just 10, you know, 995 was this high here. I mean, it's, they could be strong, but I think if you, if you're, you know, if you're long them and you're waiting for more, see if you get back yeah. up to those, those, those pre-market highs. Yeah. So and, that, and, um, and, and just to be clear, I wouldn't chase diddly squat up here, right? Yeah. ISPC, AHPI. If I would not, if I had to, then I would pick one of them, but I would not. I would absolutely not chase these things up here. As Joel said, they're already off the pre-market high. That's your bogey right there. Mitch, uh, do you have thoughts on these? Yeah, so what I would do is I'd just be watching these out the gates. You want to see the strong ones remain strong. So it, what Joel's pointing out there is that the strong ones are starting to show weakness going into the bell. Um, so look to see if they get re- that strength to come back in at the bell um ones that i would watch i would watch some that didn't make that big of leaps and are kind of near uh daily breakout points uh codx is one that i'm going to give out that we didn't mention uh that's code diagnostics i do like that one if it can get back above 950 today test back up there towards the 10 that one's going to be one to keep on watch and then you guys also can watch ino uh but there's a lot of these so what i do with it we always talk about the relationships. Watch for these to all kind of move in an area. And I don't think you're going to see kind of different correlations where you see like some of them moving up and some of them moving down. It's probably going to all move in that one direction. So I'll be looking for that to at least uh, at least give me a tipping of the hat. Then I can go ahead and react. All right. The, the largest news magazine in Europe is reporting that the WHO is saying there is no need for new travel restrictions over this new variant. Let's so, let's, let's actually use that to pivot into the the travel area. Let's go I mean, into travel. You know, what, do we want to? Should we finish up on? Um, uh, let's finish up on the drug stocks. Okay. You want to touch some? You want to touch yeah, some help? Yeah, because um, yeah. you know, because I mean, Pfizer. Yeah. Three thirty six. Moderna's up eleven percent this morning. Right. I mean, Bi- if, Biontech. If, if, if I mean, this thing's going to be wild. If you have this on for a trade, three thirty-six in in Pfizer is like I, I I can't tell you. I mean, it's traded three million shares. That, you know, that's a lot of stock. So, right, you know, they could. T- I don't have the New York Open book. They could take out what's open to the book, but I mean, buying Pfizer up three. I mean, there there'll be a, if you want to buy this today. See what happens off the open, because I I, I don't see you opening this up at fifty four and a half, going fifty five, fifty five and a half, fifty six. I mean, the way Pfizer's trading on days like this, it's holding up pretty strong, because I think the thinking is that oh, Pfizer's going to come out with something. I saw someone mention in the chat they're going to come out if this is a true variant and we need another vaccine. That's all conjecture and speculation. This is a new all time high. You are obliterating the former all-time high at 52.84. You're over two bucks above that. Keep an eye on your pre-market high. Your pre-market high is 54.44. But just be aware when you go over to the dailies here. Oh, a couple days we stopped at uh, 51, four, you know, just under 51 and a half, right? That means there's going to be paper in the book at 51 and a half. Those people are probably not going to cancel their orders on this news, right? 51 and a half, 52, 52 and a half, 53, 53 and a half, 50, I mean, on and on. So there is going to, in the designated market maker has to find buyers to satisfy all those, those sell orders. So man, 
opens up here, 54.50, 55 bid, then shame on me. This is this this looks like a you know if you got the weeklies think about this too if you got some weekly options in this one let's say you sell at the open let's say you just took a flyer on the fifty three calls or whatever you sell on the open let's say the open's fifty four and a quarter right that stock could be at fifty four and a half at noon and and that call could be at a less price because they they're gonna be. You know, the premiums on this are going to get jacked on the open. So just keep that in mind. That's what I'm looking at in Pfizer. Um, Merck's not having a good day. Uh, Give us the Merck news. Well, yeah, there's actually a couple. Ironically, there's a couple of uh, COVID vaccine slash treatment related headlines today, independent of all this other stuff going on. So the Merck headline is that they had some data out on their pill, which we haven't haven't heard much about for quite some time and i guess the the efficacy of the pill was much lower than originally thought uh i'm reading here from the benzinga pro um it it, i mean it is still effective it it did reduce the risk of of hospitalization but um what 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 number did you say joe was like 30 30 percent efficacy yes yeah and then so that's merck and then the other one is ocugen ocgn the fda put a clinical hold on Ocugen's uh, investigational new drug application that would evaluate Ocugen's COVID vaccine. So that's that's on Ocugen's COVID vaccine is on a clinical hold right now by the FDA. So that's not great. That's your biggest loser of the morning. And Merck with a you know their own their COVID pill gets I guess less effective than previously thought. Yeah, this one a lot of people caught in this one. I don't know if you want to. Try and buy the debt uh, pre-market low, and this one comes in at uh, five thirteen, getting a little bit of a bounce. Uh, the Merck, I mean, it has its setbacks here. This has been a real volatile stock. You're breaking down. You're off the pre-market low of seventy-eight twenty. Ah, it just looks like you might find some buying interest here, right here. If that backs off again, 78.11. So the way it feels right now, Merck got hit, but uh, it's getting to bounce now. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher to buy it closer to that uh, that pre-market low. And if this thing gets anywhere near unchanged on the session, uh, let alone what's the bottom of yesterday's range? That that could happen. 81.96, if you're looking for just a, a short term, that's what? Two bucks away, the way these things are going to be moving around. You never know. You don't know unless you have your orders out there on days like this. Um, breaking news, breaking news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, right. Pfizer put out at uh, 
Reuters reporting that Pfizer says that it's the vaccine escapes variant emerges that the yes. company uh, will develop a vaccine against that variant in about a hundred days. Oh, so see, guys, everything is fine. It's all it says, fine. They said that if yeah. it escapes, we'll make another one in a hundred uh, days. We got that. Great. Um, Matt Miller just dropped us a five spot to look at BFRI. That's another one. There are a bunch of there are a whole bunch of these low float biotechs ripping today. And I'll, and I'll just show you guys in the Benzinga Pro how like I, I'm on the the movers tool. You could just see. I mean, we talked about a few of these already here, but BFRI, BIMI, GOVX, right? VALN. There's just a bunch of just low float. Wow, biotechs this is so today. new. This is this is such a new stock. Yeah, wow. The, I mean, these, these low, these they all have like less than ten million shares in the float. They're liable to do freaking anything, anything. No. I don't like these things. Don't trade technically. They they barely trade. Why, why did this thing pop on? Uh, I got these days are tough. Why did this thing pop on Wednesday? Uh, uh they got initiated at a. At a at a a buy at Roth Capital, I think that's the only coverage on this stock. Oh wow! Yeah, good timing by uh, Roth Capital. I, I'm pretty uh, sure Roth is also an underwriter of this IPO, but I I could be wrong. So for this one, I like and since I have absolutely no data to give you on this, yeah. this one, I mean, I see the pre market high at uh, seven ninety eight, but just the way this thing is trading and the activity, I mean. It's faded now as we speak. So I, I think that pre-market okay. high is good. But I think this one you could see one of these moves where it goes, you know, and this is just looking to the right and looking to, and not looking to the left and just giving my ideas from what I'm seeing. This one could like blow to eight, blow through eight, go to nine, go to 10, go to 11, and then turn around. And come back down and come back through eight, come back down through 750. So, um, you know, pick your targets right now. You want to see them. And it's imperative, imperative that this goes to uh, the pre-market high. Uh, okay. Right now, that pre-market high is just under eight bucks. We 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 spent like half the show talking about the the crazy stocks. Let's go to like the, like the stocks that are moving, but a little bit less crazy, right? Like mm-hmm. the the stay-at-home plays, right? Like Zoom. Okay. Right? Let's go to Zoom, which is up ten percent this morning. Peloton, Joel, you're having a great day this yeah, morning. Yeah, oh boy, right? I'm going to the bank. Yeah, you always going to the bank. Netflix, right? <laughs> if you are a stay-at-home play. You're up mm. now. This is so. If 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 group number one was the crazy low float biotechs that are ripping higher by forty percent, this is this is what I'm going to call group two. These are your stay at home plays. Let's group them all together. Assume they will all trade the same way today. What do we do with these? I mean, they're not all the same because some of them are in uptrends, some of them are in downtrends. Exactly. But but um, and, and maybe that's important context here because Netflix is a very different stock from Zoom. But yeah. what do you, what do we do here? So I would say there's about two different types of stocks that we're going to find, right? We're going to find the stocks that were staying in the trend, and we're going to find stocks that were coming out of the trend in the stay-at-home trade. Of course, Joel and I, uh, we got Peloton and Bodied. Uh, so those are some that are oversold that I could see bouncing back into this move. A uh, little help on the story. We need some help on the story. Uh, so w- what are you thinking here, Joel? <sighs> Peloton, 
uh, up three fifty four. See, here's the problem with with this, and and I, and I think I mentioned this on the shows last week. Like, I don't even know what my average cost is or whatever. And I don't know what anybody's average cost is. But there are people, in, and I'm not talking just about Kathy, but there there are quantitative traders that are buying this thing in, in mass. And they're buying and they're averaging down. And they're buying a lot of shares. And let's say they're, I'm just throwing out numbers here. The, what's the low of the move? The low of the move was made uh, at 41.13. Right, that was on. Um, God, these days mess me up because today's Friday, so that would be Wednesday on Tuesday. So they're just averaging in at, at like prices that other people wish they had. They get a pop like this. They're not looking for fifty. They're not looking for sixty. They're not looking for seventy. When you have that kind of size on, now you're seven points off the low. So. You know, for this thing, if you think this thing is just going to catch a bid and just keep on running and running, good luck to you. But I just think that and that's going to work against Peloton going the whole way up. Uh, you're going to have these people getting out of short. Nothing really fundamentally has changed on the company, no, right? People no. aren't running out to buy Pelotons today, you know? How often do we say... We sell rips in stocks that are in downtrends. That's what this is. Look at That's, this. Look at this pop that you had here. Yeah, yeah. And look what they did to it. Now is this going to be different? I don't know. You better get through forty-eight bucks, right? If I was, I'd rather buy it at forty-eight ten than forty-seven fifty because at least you took out the pre-market high, and then you can just go uh, like fifty bucks. I mean, if this thing saw fifty bucks today. I'd be surprised. Who knows? Stocks can do anything. We don't know anything. Your next daily high is 50.08. But what if you scooped this thing up at 42.43 and, you know, you said you were prepared, uh, you know, to you know hold it for a while. You get that, that kind of percentage move. So I get going through 48. I'm looking at 50.08. Uh, that's the uh, 19th high. And then the next daily high is 51.80. So I got one question, though. Does, does this push you over the top of buying maybe today on the black Friday with discounts. Uh, yeah. But when are you going to see those results? I mean, yeah, I, I I'm I, just I saying know. like, you know what I mean? Maybe it plays into people's mentality today thinking, well, if there's variance out there, then maybe I do need a Peloton. It's interesting timing. I mean, if you, you know? yeah, I mean, I, I can't dispute that. I mean, it change your Christmas list from, uh, you know, going to buy, uh, you know, <laughs> today's the day that if you're Peloton, you better drop that. Thing <laughs> yeah. yeah it, instead of buying, uh, you know, swimsuits and goggles, you know, you're, Oh, buying the, you know, it did deter me. I, I didn't hop on that Peloton this morning. I went right to the gym and went swimming at 530. So. Hey, Mitch, Mitch, ch- check out my private message for a second. I We're trying to get Dennis on here in the background. Yeah, uh, I can take care of that. Okay. I'll, I'll work in the background for okay. you. Um, and then here, here, here's a chart that is that is less cut and dry. Uh, okay. Stay-at-home stay play. Uh, DocuSign, Joel. Why don't you look at the DOCU? It is up today because every stay-at-home stock is up today. But – the long-term trend is less clear. Yeah. I mean, this one, you know, you think this is a stock that could potentially do well in, in any kind of environment, right? Um, not as well. But, I mean, it's just it's become acceptable. I don't know how many things I've done, you know, on, on DocuSign. So probably better, you know, as a, as a stay-at-home play. But to me on this one, if I had a target, 
uh, on the upside because this one is still bid. I mean, it's still right at the pre-market high. How, what about 262.36? You know, you're looking for another six bucks on this one. That's the next daily high. I really don't even see any. I see a close at a close and a low at 63.11, 63.34. So I'd use that as a as a target today in uh, in DocuSign, and then you can see it get it opens up even more after that. But that's still six bucks away. I'd be using the target where to buy this thing. Uh, you should have bought it on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't give you really a good um, a good buy entry point. And, and and yeah, just guys, think back to last year. Think back to the, 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 you know, last year we cut the stock market into two groups, right? It was your reopening stocks. It was your stay-at-home stocks. And all your stay-at-home stocks, like DoorDash today, staying home play, trading higher, right? Disney is interesting, too, because Disney um, – Really is a reopening play, but it got valued as as a, a move like a stay at home stock because they had Disney Plus. But really, it's a reopening oh, play, right? What so, do I get rid of the one fifty line now? Yeah, look I, at that. Yeah, look at that. No, I'll keep it. Oh boy! Well, I'm oh, no, go to, what was? Yeah, well, let's cheat. Let's go to this monthly low. Uh, what was this one? That monthly low was one forty eight thirty four. So I'm gonna I'm gonna erase this because I just did the the one fifty because it was just a ballpark number. So we're gonna get official on this one and we're gonna go eleven. What's today? The twenty sixth, right? And then we're gonna go with that one. What was that exact monthly low here? Um, one forty-eight thirty-four. I'm gonna have to put that in again. I'll I'll get that in a minute. So, if you were waiting for the one fifty and you missed it, and you you would decide to wait a little bit, now you're getting a little bit more of a discount. One forty-eight thirty-four. That was your December low before you took off. Uh, the only thing you're looking at here is you still got the Disney Plus premium in here. But now Disney Plus, I mean, in a COVID environment, does that take on a little different complexion? It, it, it's, it, it makes Disney a bit of a conundrum because it it, it is a state, it is a reopening play, but it moved like a state home play because Disney Plus. So, um, and 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 yeah. So the chat just just remember it as well. Um, you know, uh, against all this, because Tim was on the show on Monday, uh, against all this environment is is we do have some option expiries messing with things this morning so um that's just another another this is a gift if you if you have some like if you got the 150 puts or something i mean whatever there is an option land here and whatever you're tired if you got something that's juicy i mean just the these are the i'm just talking short term here if you have longer term positions let them run but this is this is a gift a gift open on the downside if you get stuff open and down, and I think you, it's a gift open on the upside. I mean, it's not, you know, it's because especially with these the premiums, the way they are, left for dead, you know, people probably have, you know, 150 puts, oh, close at 150, 134. This is going to be a loser. And that's what you had buying on that 146. People, oh, Thank heavens for the variant. I get to I'm making money on my 150 puts. I'm going to buy the stock at 146. I know I'm out at 150. I mean, that's that's what's going on in the markets. That's Joel, I, I know you're doing a great job taking over the the rants of Dennis Dick, but we actually have him here. I'm going to uh, bring him on. Let's see if we can hear him. Oh boy, hey, Dennis, can you hear us? I, I hear you, Mitch. I don't hear anybody else. What's going on? Oh. Hey, what's okay. going on with the market? 
So, so it's going to be a little difficult for you to hear Joel and Spencer, but I, I got you in here. Okay. Um, okay. So at least, at least so everyone just, can hear you. Uh, I'll just go on a rant here then. For yeah, go months. for I it. I can't hear you guys. So. It's like the same thing. Uh, all I want to say <laughs> is I take one day off this year. This is, I think, my first day off this year, and this is what you guys do to the market. I allow no other days off, apparently, because... You guys just can't control the markets without me. You need me there, providing liquidity. So, anyways, I obviously I book this day off. It's typically historically pretty slow. I obviously yesterday saw a nice long weekend traveling, hotel with the kids, all planned out. And then you know I'm looking at the futures last night. I'm like, what is going on? And then you know you see the South African strain thing. I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. So I'm trying to trade from an iPad from my hotel room. Obviously, my wife's not impressed because I never take a day off. And here I am <laughs> my hotel room. Anyways, um, working out of some Amazon, working out of some different positions. I mean, this is typically a pretty good day for retail. Black Friday, that is not going to be the case today for obvious reasons because retail is reopening and you can clearly see we have a reopening trade going versus a stay-at-home trade. Looking this morning, I am driving now, so I'm not at the markets right now. But I was checking 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. with the Intellidoc, Zoom, Peloton, the video gamers, you know, all, all the, a lot of different tech names obviously catching a bid here because this is a clear move to stay at home once again. And then a clear, like, major selling pressure in everything that is reopening, which is the cruise line, the airline, the casinos. Um, you can go, obviously, you know, into retail, which is having a rough day, too. The banks are having a terrible day. So there's clear separation happening here. And it's a lot of, you know, the opposite of what has been happening lately, because these sectors have been strong. So you're seeing not only, you know, people caught, you know, overnight here, you've got people caught that were buying strong and selling the week. And you're seeing a reversal of that here in a lot of those names this morning because of this South African variant. Now, I'm a little bit in the dark because obviously I'm from a hotel room. I don't have my Benzinga Pro. Um, so, you know, I'm information, you know, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit uninformed, just kind of grabbing what I can from Twitter um, and, you know, trying to get a feel for, you know, what's happening. But it's fairly clear that that's happening. And the only thing else I want to say is that if you, I, I feel like I'm so in the dark. If you are a new trader and you're trying to just do it on your own and not spend any money and sit there, you know, and watch CNBC and trade from your iPad. I have no idea how you make money. Wait, Mitch, I'm Mitch can you ask him when his next day off is? Dark without my Benzinga Pro, without all my scanners, without all my information. I'm like just trading blind, basically. Dennis, so Dennis. It gives me a feel. Yeah. So when's the next off day for you? I'm never again after this. I'm never going to take another off day. This is it, Mitch. So how, how do you take off days when you're going to miss the best trading day of the year? Normally on a day like this, I would be doing very well. I do very well in volatile markets. And obviously I'm not trading. I had some overnight positions that I just thought, oh, I'll just work out. Those those will be easy. And now all of a sudden liquidity has gone. And, you know, here you are trying to, you know, adjust to some of your overnight positions here which weren't positioned very well. I don't have a lot of swings on right now. The one thing I did do is, I, you know I've been nervous about the market. I've been talking about it for a few weeks. Obviously, I wasn't talking a South African strain coming, a new one. But, you know, I had been nervous that the technicals just weren't setting up well. So I had been lightening up some of, you know, I basically gotten rid of all my long swings. I'd actually sold a few stocks out of my long-term portfolio. I sold Las Vegas Sands. 
took a loss on that. I think I talked about that about three or four days ago. Sold around 41 and 41, I think. I think it's 37 this morning. So, um, so you know, a couple things I did well in the longer term stuff. Uh, just positioning for this. But, you know, is this an overreaction? I think we've got to ask ourselves that question, too. You know, we're going to continue to see new strains. This isn't like COVID is not going away. We've said that. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you know, this, this, people who just think COVID is all of a sudden going to just go away and disappear and we're going to resume life as, as, you know, we always have is probably not the case. We've got to learn to live with this thing. So, you know, and the markets have learned to live with this. And that's why you're seeing a clear separation. Yes, it looks like a really ugly day for the markets, but hey, there's some stocks trading up on this. I looked a little while ago, Amazon, I thought, was trading in the green. I don't know if that's still the case, but you can clearly see yep. that there, we know that there's certain tech companies that benefit from this. So, I mean, you, you go back to that to a certain extent, but does the market shrug this off in, you know, in a week or two? I, I tend to think so, unless it really gets ugly, like with the strain all of a sudden, you know, starts to really spread, you know, rapidly. But I, I, I tend to think this is an overreaction. But the one concern that I have is, the market already wanted to go down, and this gives it an excuse to go down. You can feel it in the technical. We've been talking about it on the show in the last week or so. The market wanted to go down, mm-hmm. and this is a really good excuse for it to go down. Buying the dip, you know, on every single thing. But on certain names, you know, certain tech names, maybe you use that opportunity. I mean, there's some beaten down stocks. Obviously, you got the Pelotons and Zooms that are going to have a nice rally here today. I would not chase those rallies because those are stocks that are in clear downtrends, but maybe there's some other stocks. Maybe you wanted to get into some commodity names. They're probably going to get hit today to a certain extent. You know, so have your shopping list, buying dips on stocks that have been strong, selling rips on stocks that obviously have been weak. I'm always playing that strategy. All right. So uh, we got some questions here. I'm going to pitch them in from Joel and and, then, and Spencer here. So the first one up is, of course, PFE, Pfizer. What are you thinking about these healthcare stocks now? Tell them what it's doing. Well, I, first of all, I'm not at my computer, so I can't see what it's right, doing. All right, so I got I will you. Say, the same thing. Okay. Yeah, the same thing Joel said. He can't, tell them what it's doing. So it's actually up right now. It's up there towards uh, – it's had about a 7% up move in pre-market here. Uh, it is popping up. What about Moderna? What about Moderna? I'm long Moderna, actually. I'm long – that's my one of my only swings. I'm swing long Moderna. What is Moderna doing? Uh, Moderna is up also. Morning. Uh, it's also up on, on this news. I would, I would think it's up substantially, I would hope. Yeah, we're up about 12% in Moderna. Yeah, so it's, so it's the question is, is this an opportunity to ring the register in some of those names? Because some of those names had already been rallying into this. We knew, you know, that they'd been worried about, obviously, what was happening over in Europe and COVID for a little while here now. So we've seen a rally in some of the vaccines, Doc, Novavax, Moderna. And Pfizer, you know, and 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 that drug stock too. The question is on some of these: is this like the outside capitulation where you do ring the register in some of these names? Maybe. Um, you know, I'm obviously still trying to analyze a lot of things on the fly here, so I haven't fully got them. You know, and I'm obviously just left the hotel room and I'm just driving here for for 30 minutes. But uh, <laughs> just you know, I, I'm trying to figure out you know where I'm going with a lot of things. But I think a lot of these. Uh, Healthcare stocks that are, are, are seeing, I've been rallying and rallying. Now they're getting that upside capitulation move. I think it might be more of a selling opportunity here than a buying opportunity. So if Moderna's up 12%, and I bought this about two and a half weeks ago, I think down, I don't know, uh, 225, I think. And now it's probably pushing close to 300 or maybe over 300 in two or three weeks. It's a pretty good gain pretty fast. I'm probably up 25 or 30% on that position in a matter of three or four weeks. It, it might be the time to think about ringing the register as opposed to buying more 
Now, again, you know, it depends on where we're going. But, I mean, some of these names were already strong. And I feel like sometimes this is like, I feel like it is an overreaction in a lot of names. And maybe it's an overreaction to the pie side on some of these drug stocks. All right. So I heard you already mentioned some stocks like uh, TDoc and, and Zoom. Uh, let's go to maybe yeah. what do you how do you feel about uh, travel stocks today? Uh, they're definitely taking that hit. But is, is this kind of uh, an overreaction in those travel stocks? I, I, I think it is. The problem is they were weak going in, though. So, you know, my typical strategy is to buy stocks that are in uptrends on the weakness. Those stocks are all in downtrends and then they're getting added to the weakness. So that would go against my principal core strategies of always, you know, pay, you know, trying to you know buy the, buy the stronger stocks and sell the weaker ones. Um, that I, I would probably gather that there could be a, a you know a bounce, but it, it's it's tough to catch the falling knife in these names. These names I looked at this morning, Carnival Cruise Lines down another eleven percent, but it had been hammered already going into this because they were worried about Europe. They're worried about this thing not going away. I think that's the no touch for me yet. They got to They got to start showing me some life, and right now they're not showing that at all. So catching the falling knees and some of these, you know, you can see Carnival Cruise Lines down ten, twelve percent. It could fall another ten or twelve percent in a hurry on you. And, you know, then you'd be really stuck. So I don't want to be a hero. I don't want to come out and catch the falling knife on some of these names. I think I'm selling some strength maybe in some of the drug stocks if, if I was at my desk today. And I'm probably looking at, you know, buying some of the dips maybe on some of the commodity names just as, you know, shorter-term trade. If they're getting – I'm assuming the commodities are getting hit. I didn't even look at the, that trade this morning because, again, I'm from my hotel room, but I'm just automatically assuming if we're on to, you know, a, a more stay-at-home trade, they're going to hit – all the commodity names, yep. and those have been weak. So, you know, like, you know, maybe you look at some of your steelmakers that are really getting hammered, you know, down those lows. But again, it, it, this is a market that I'm not really fully inclined to be just jumping in and buying stuff. I was selling stuff in the last week and a half. You know that if you've been listening to the show, because I've been worried about the technical. So I'm not so sure we just bounce right back and rip forward to the new highs. I think in some names that might be the case, but, you know, in some of your tech names like your Amazon are going to hold up better today. But it, it's still a very tricky market to just come in blind and say, oh, I buy the dip, I make money here, because we're so overbought and in, in, in a lot of names as well. Well, thank you, Dennis. Of course, like always, you can't stay away from the market, or maybe the market can't stay away from you, Dennis. Uh, I'm telling you, man, if I would not have taken the day off, Mitch, this market would be doing nothing right now. I'd that, be sitting there and thinking, why did I not go away with a, for a long weekend? Because there's my setup. I'm thinking, okay, I got Thursday off. Friday's a half day, Saturday and Sunday. If I was ever going to take a four-day weekend with my family, now's the case. So we went and ran a hotel, a little water park. I mean, the kids are loving it. And I'm thinking, oh, this is you know, just a good call. And then I look at the market this morning, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is costing me so much money, you know, an opportunity cost, obviously, because on these types of days, these are the days that, you know, inefficiencies are galore, and I love inefficiencies. So I guess you got to just not think about that kind of stuff, obviously. you got to take days off here and there. But it always seems like it's like Jamaica flashback. I went on my trip to Jamaica. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, holy cow, this is a complete, you know, flashback to what we were doing a year and a half ago on sitting down in Jamaica and watching the downfall a thousand points a day thinking, why am I not at my depth trading these awesome markets? So, but you know what? You're going to, you got to take some time every once in a while. It was a half day I was taking off. Obviously, it's going to be a really good half day for those traders who are sitting at their desk. I'm trying to trade a little bit from my iPad, but I'm limited with what I can really do oh, without all the information. So two points. I just want to say again, if 
if you're sitting there and you're trying to just trade from your iPod watching CNBC, that's what I'm trying to do. And it seems really tough to do. I guess if you're a long-term investor, you can do it that way. If you're a short-term trader, you got to pay for some information. Get your subscription at a bare minimum to your Benzinga Pro. So at least you kind of have some news flow of what's going on. You got Charles walking to you. And, you know, obviously I do there's scanners, there's a different information. So pitch and Benzinga Pro to you today because I don't have it today and I feel naked. Yep, that's how it is. And, well, just to give a, a little pitch here, of course, we got a Black Friday sale. So out there, if you want to check I out Benzinga Black Pro. Friday, in the description. In the description. Black Friday sale doesn't go down as the new Black Friday for the market. Uh, Black Monday. He can't I hear us, right? I tend to think it's you know maybe a little bit over. I don't think we're going down like two thousand Dow points today. I well, would hope that's not the case. But you it, enjoy it, it, your, it, your your vacation, man. I, I know that you're you're stressed out a little bit. Probably not right enjoying now. it right now. I'm but... relaxing. I'm stressed right out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitch. Thanks for bringing me in, everyone. Always. Have a great weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I mean, money isn't everything, so you got to enjoy your family. you got to get out there every once in a while. So, happy Thanksgiving. We will see you guys on Monday. Joel Spencer, go get him, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. All right, guys. Oh, We're man. back. So, so he said that he can't hear me and Spencer. So, so it's like so a normal. What's different? It's like, it's a, like a normal, normal show. day. Joel. Joel, it's like a normal day with us. And <laughs> and, and Easy Mike asked, "Does he ever take a breath?" No, he never takes a breath. He no. just keeps on going. The guy is a machine. And he doesn't even he doesn't even drink coffee. It's the thing. I could see I could see him in the hotel room, and I could just see Laura. Laura's the nicest lady. And I could just see her, just like. Just like, like her hand, like holding her, like, yeah. Come on, Dennis. I don't yeah. even know who was in the car with him. She's them trying there, to leave but... the hotel room, and she's like, "Come on, Dennis. We gotta go to breakfast." Like, yeah. Let's go. yeah, crazy. Yeah, you want to, you want to go get that, uh, that free. You don't want to miss the free breakfast at those places, oh, right? No, no. All no. right. So he, uh, I think he echoed a lot of our sentiments, right? Mm-hmm. As far as, uh, uh, you know, just randomly buying the dip here. Now, you know, conversely, if you, you know, if there's stocks that have been on your shopping list. Right. And yep. you want to go shopping, you know, this perhaps would be the day, uh, you know, for newer traders, you know, on days like this, you know, may not, you know, maybe trade half size. Right. Something like that, because with way stocks are be moving today, you don't always need the same size. You're not going to have the uh, the same uh, same liquidity as well. So, uh, all right, let's go. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's OK. So and, and then the, the one thing I want to add here, uh, this is a, a, a crazy hypothesis. Uh, and I'm noting that, that the market has been going up here for the past couple hours, but um, uh, or at least it hasn't made new lows, which is something. But um how how is this for a thought? If this new variant, if it ends up being very serious again, mm-hmm. that would mean any kind of change to monetary policy is off the table. Yeah, you know, Ta- you tapering, right? tapering is off the table. A rate hike, forget about it. Right, forget about it. And isn't that what the market wants? So, in in some perverse way. Bad news could be good news in a perverse way. Think, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. All right. We have uh, five minutes left in the show today. I, I do want to do some ticker time, and I do also want to thank Nick Malucci. 
in chat for dropping us a Benjamin Franklin, $100 bill. Happy holidays to you too, Nick Malucci, uh, and everyone in the chat. Someone else had asked about Fubo. Can we look at Fubo here, Joel? This is yeah, Let's take a look. I, this was interesting to me because I, I would have assumed re, uh, stay-at-home play, but it's not acting like it this morning. Uh, down 79 cents. And, I mean, this had – you got a couple lows in the same area, maybe. I mean, right now, I would just, if you really want to own Fubo, wow, 1464 is where this low was in May. So I don't, obviously, we're not going to see that today. Traded down 79 cents. I can't give you anything. I can't give you anything on the monthlies to really like say, to, to lean to lean on. Uh, 20 psychological number. I mean, I mean, this thing's going down and it hasn't stopped uh, since 34 bucks. So, I don't know where I where you step in to buy the dip on this one. Well, give it time, maybe. Oh boy. Well, I guess 4 a.m. You know, the the 4 a.m. overreaction in this uh took it down to 1950. It's a buck above that. So you think you're gonna get this thing in 1950 today? I don't. I have to wait for a little bit uh more to develop on the dailies on this one. And as you all know, I have not been bullish these stocks. I have not been bullish your Fubo. I have you not have been not. bullish your your DraftKings. You I have, have not, not been bullish your Pen. Uh, DraftKings. Uh, we're gonna have uh, we're talk with Sean. He's been a buyer since forty one here. I still that thirty five dollar area. I mean, I still you still have to look at this. You had three monthly lows in that area. Boom. Today the news is definitely not good for it. Pen. Uh, you know, fifty two. That was the area. It got off it. Now it's down 267, opening into the – oh, boy, 5052. So let's see what happens. 5078 was the low from Friday. So maybe if this thing goes back like under 50, they hit it, then it comes back up over 5078. Uh, potential buy here. But uh, on the upside, major resistance in Penn here at 54. And uh, just real quick, um, today, like after we finish today, uh, I'm going to go over to pre-market prep. We're going to have Sean Udall on, and uh, it's going to be public. So anyone, you don't have to sign up, subscribe, or do the free trial, premarketprep.com. I'm trying to convince Spencer and Mitch to come over there with me. And, uh, you know, he'll be licking his chops, man, because he loves to buy the dip. We'll see what he'll be looking at um, on the dip today. That's uh, premarketprep.com. Let's get to some more symbols. Description yeah. below will have that link for you if you want to get on over Thank to you. pre-market prep. So the, the description also has a link to the Benzinga Pro Black Friday sale. What and, and, and it has a link to where you can sign up for the final pre-market prep plus webinar of the year. It's what in was? two weeks or three weeks. Two weeks. It's uh, two weeks from Saturday. And Mitch, weeks. I'm getting tons of compliments on that video. Let's uh, do it. Let's do yeah, it. We'll, we'll play that video it. at the end here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll okay. But 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 we have to leave time here. It's eight fifty seven here. I do want to leave leave time uh, a couple minutes here at the end. Joel, um, I know you're feeling very nervous. I know. I know. I know it's a big weekend for you. Tomorrow's a very big day. Do you want to tell us your predictions for boom, the big boom, game? Boom. Look look at the screen right now, Joel. I I, I, I got it. some graphics just it. for you, man. I know. I know. Listen, uh, I'll sing the song. Ohio, I hate Ohio State. Ohio, I hate Ohio State. This is a game. This is the big game. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised the spread is as low as it is. 
right? What's the spread? Uh, What's the spread? Mm-hmm. Seven and a half. Okay. Okay. Ohio State has, and I'm not even looking at the line. They have six bona fide NFL players, three wide receivers, a quarterback, and then two running backs. They're going to be tough. Okay. But oh. Michigan has Aiden Hutchinson, top five <laughs> draft choice, right? They got Daxton Hill. They got David Ajabo. Okay, they got some tricks up their sleeve, hopefully. I'm hoping for rain and snow and sleet. I'm breaking out the double long johns. Uh, I just want it to be a cold day. We got to just, you got to keep them off the field. You got to, even if we don't score, we got to get the ball. We got to have a drive. We got to score. We can't let them on the field. If they are on the field, they're going to eventually score. So, I've never wanted to beat Ohio State more than this one. It, oh, it, it, wow. Yeah, I never have, man. Kind of reminds what. me of 1969, though, when uh, Michigan was a huge underdog and yeah. uh, they came into the big – they came into the – it wasn't called the big house then. But, I mean, it's going to be a tough game, and I'm going – what more can I ask for? I'm going I, I, with my wife just, and my daughter. Oh, got my Michigan better. shirt. I'm, I'm fired up. I – I, it, I usually don't sleep this week anyways, you know, thinking about the game and thinking about strategies. Now I have to look up the spoons down 50, you know, I'm like, so it, it's, it's taking my mind uh, off the game a little bit. It's going to be tough, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. I'm Joe, looking forward I, I, to as it. Long as, as, long as, like as long as I don't see you like this. Oh, oh man, come on. Yeah, come on! I I don't want to see that. I want to see more like this. No, I mean, rip them. You got to rip your shirt off and you got to flex them, baby. (laughs) I tell you, man, don't they're 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 those Ohio State people there, man. They oh, they're gonna they're gonna pack the stadium. They're gonna be coming up in their their RVs and they're gonna be. I mean, this is it. This is it. This is the game. So you guys, you guys know where I'll be back on. uh, I, I'll be back on Monday no matter what. We're yeah. going to wrap things up. I'm just going to give you my quick look at the spoos here. I mean, of course, the most important thing wait, is – Wait, wait, Joel, charts, charts, spoos, charts? please. Yeah. The most important thing is to hold this pre-market low here at uh, 45.97. Now, if we take out that pre-market low, we go down. I still see some other daily lows in there, so I'm not going to get super excited on the downside. But the longer the bulls can protect that pre-market low, then I, you know, you're gonna get a pop off this, right? And I'm thinking a, a really nice pop would be to the bottom of Friday's uh, Friday's range, which would be 56 and a quarter. That's only 36 handles away from here. So keep an eye on those parameters. Same with your stocks. I'm gonna hop over to premarketprep.com, Spencer. I don't know what's going on there to Israel. Do we get to see any Spencer pictures? I asked you to grab a Spencer oh, picture. Sure. Do you yeah, have Spencer. one? Here, a this, young Spencer picture? This is my dad and I. When I was two years old, we lived in Taiwan. And for six months, this is my dad and I outside the Grand Hotel, a famous hotel. You were cute back then. Uh, apparently owned by Chiang Kai-shek or something like that. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, <laughs> that was two-year-old Spencer living in Taiwan. Okay, I'm hopping right. off to premarketprep.com. We are going to cover some more stocks over there. Spencer, Mitch, if you can join me, that's great. Everyone, right. have a great day, great weekend. Go Blue. All right, we're going to go ahead and end off here with the trailer here for the execution. You guys check out this event, the last event here of the year. December 11th, guys. Plus. December 11th. Check it out. All right. Get ready. 
Pre-Market Prep Plus. So here it is, Intro to Professional Trading 3. How to maximize your profits and reduce your slippage. We're going to teach you how to read the consolidated tape and look at the order book. This is your chance. We're going to tell you how those off-exchange market makers are making money off your retail orders, and we're going to show you how to level the playing order field. Order execution, order flow, and tape read. Be there. You guys think we're fired up on... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.